Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them. And easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it, please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Hour 3, You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. PJ Glasser filling in for Nick Costos along with Ken Barkley. Today on this Monday, we're getting ready to break down the Super Bowl between Kansas City and San Francisco. Drew Dinsick going to join us in about 20 minutes, 5.20 Eastern time. Break the Super Bowl down with the whale capper here coming up. But a reminder that we still got an hour left on Stadium. We're with you until 6 o'clock Eastern, so make sure you go to WatchStadium.com. You can continue listening to us on Sirius Channel 160, Sirius XM 205, and continue watching on Twitch.tv slash BeckQL, YouTube, backslash Odyssey Sports, or listening on the Odyssey app. All right, Ken, let's get to the big game, Chiefs oh boy. and 49ers. So... When you saw that San Francisco is, was going to defeat Detroit and you knew that this was going to be the matchup, your your first gut reaction to the Super Bowl being Chiefs and 49ers, like from a betting standpoint, what was your first thought when, when you knew that it was going to be these two teams? That sucks. That was my first reaction. That sucks. You want to know why? Because uh, I love both of these teams. I love them. Mm. I wish I could bet them both. I did. It's like I just, I, you know, I had the Niners to win the NFC, Chiefs the Super Bowl MVP futures, which we'll get to. I we filled out a bracket at the start of the tournament. This is my matchup. So when it's not different, that sucks. Because if the Lions won, then I'd be here saying the Chiefs are more likely to beat the Lions on the market price, or at least what it was in the look ahead market. And if the Ravens won and played the Niners in a rematch, I'd like the Niners probably because everybody would bet the Ravens and I would get an advantageous price. Hopefully that makes, that's like two makes me sound too geniusy. Just, I would have liked the Niners at like plus one and a half or plus two, uh, because I think people would have bet Baltimore because they're really, really good. And they, they would have beaten Patrick Holmes. Like that would have been a really big win for them. And now we get this and it's both just, I, you know, my favorite thing is to do like a lot of historical analysis Either of these teams wins, it's completely normal. They're like the only two teams where that's the case. Buffalo would have been the other one where like if they win the Super Bowl, it looks like all the other winners. These they're the only t- they played each other. Like what what do you want me to say? You know, up to a certain extent. Like we got the two that make the most sense and they're playing. Um 
I think the price is a little interesting because it continues to reflect like a power rating market driven analysis that the chiefs aren't as good as what we're seeing and that uh, they continue to be undervalued to the wrong word because the Niners can just win and be way better. Uh, they continue to have like a, they are held in a lower regard than I think how fans would hold them or how people who watch the games or just like people who talk about football. Like I think collectively those people would think either this is a dead coin flip or maybe like, well, wait a minute, it's Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl, like dog or pick against Brock Purdy, that guy. And you could do all your like Brock Purdy crazy analysis at that point. And I, I think the market's, you know, first of all, just interesting for that reason. Uh, Mahomes was, uh, got bet against to a certain extent when they played the Bills. The Bills opened a favorite, the Bills closed a favorite. Uh, he got bet against aggressively last week because the Ravens were getting guys back from injury. Ravens were hosting the game. Ravens had a great regular season, best team in the league. And now we get to the Super Bowl, and the team that was rated the best going into the Super Bowl was the, or going into the playoffs was the Niners. Like the look aheads on the Niners Ravens game were Niners favored. Tells you the Niners, like power rating wise, were number one. And that's still even reflected here a little bit. I know it opened a little more and got that down right away, but still holding with like, no, the Niners are more likely to win the game. And I picked the Niners at the start of the playoffs in this matchup. And now that we're here, I'm just like, Am I still doing that? I've just watched these teams play these games. I think I think I might need to change my mind. And I think it's because I, you know, I think the Chiefs are playing like the fully formed complete team that I we all thought they would be at the beginning of the season, that this was going to be the best defense Mahomes ever had. And last year was the rebuilding year and this is the great year and the road that I mean they just like I saw somebody I follow or in a chat was like, I mean, they put Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson in a straight jacket. They can't do that to Purdy in this game. Just uh, Eric Eager, who we'll have on the show tomorrow. Uh, toughest path any team has ever beaten to win the Super Bowl. This would be number one if they won the game, which says something about the Niners, but also says something about the previous opponents. So just like I would have at the start of the playoffs, PJ, I would have said, oh, like, I think I like the Niners a little more in the game. The Chiefs have these flaws throughout the year, and I think they can get there, but I'm not sure. And now that we've watched the games, like, I, that seems a little silly to me just to, like, go back to that now that we've seen the Chiefs play a couple really, really compelling games where, yeah, they made a couple mistakes, especially in the first one against the Bills. Dolphins games, whatever, they were hurt. But, like, when did Baltimore beat Baltimore? Like, I, I think they're a little more likely to win the game than this price. That's my first thought. You know what's interesting is the 49ers have obviously been big favorites in both of their games, and they were fortunate to win both of those games. And now they're going up against Kansas City, who has been underdogs in their last two games. They've covered all point. three spreads that they've played in the playoffs, totally right? Different market, and right, yeah, exactly. And it's like everybody who has been burned by San Francisco, because Ken, there's been a lot of people, right? <laughs> There has been you? a lot. It's you, right? That's what you're talking about? You're talking about you? Well, not the second half. Yeah. You made up for it in the second half. Yeah, I did. I did. But there have been a lot of people, myself included, that have laid both of those big numbers with San Francisco, and you get to the Super Bowl, and you're like, am I really going to take them one more time against Mahomes? Like, is this yeah. the guy that I – do I really want to bet them against this guy in a pick em? So – I think that's that's the hardest thing for people like in my spot that took them against the Packers, took them against the Lions. It's like, do I really want to get burned by this team a third time? Even though I, I just, 
I like the Chiefs in this matchup, Ken. Like I, right. I think about what the Ravens. I think about what you're the Ravens it. were you, able. You're, you were worried about something, and then you're doing the thing that you were worried about. What's wrong with you? You're like, am I, I like? Know. I see what's happening here. Everyone that's going to get burned by the night, and then you're like doing the thing that you said you weren't going to do. What's up with that? Well, what's going on? The contrarian, the contrarian in me wants to take the Niners because I know sure. that everybody's going to like the Chiefs in this game. But then I, I look at the matchup, and I look at what the Ravens' defense did to Brock Purdy, and do I trust Kyle Shanahan enough in this game to run the ball? Do I trust him enough to use McCaffrey, lean on McCaffrey, lean on Debo, bring in Elijah Mitchell at times? Do I trust him to do that, or do I think he's going to try and unleash Brock Purdy a little bit, and do I think that the Chiefs' defense is going to eat him up like the Ravens did? Like, yeah, I, I could, I could kind of see that. So, I don't know. It's a tough. I'm glad we got two weeks to still bet this game because I'm. I mean, do you think the Chiefs closes a favorite? Because I think that is another interesting part of this game, Ken. If this game was played six weeks ago on a neutral, the Niners could be favored by like six points in this game, right? Yeah. When the Chiefs were going through Probably their six, when they were going to, to your point, like a big number, like more than a field, it'd goal, be a big number, definitely. I mean, yeah. especially when the Niners were just steamrolling everybody before they played the Ravens, and when the Chiefs were going on their losing streak. I mean, this game would have been, it would have been big. And now we're down here. Like if those teams really change this much, I get it's playoff football. It's neutral site and it's Mahomes. It's, it's a tough game. Like I really, I don't have any thoughts. I think if I would have to bet it right now, if I had to make a play, I probably would be on Kansas city, but man, I, I would be intrigued by San Francisco. Like if this thing gets down to like minus one ten, I think I, I would have to take the Niners on a straight pick them. Yeah, it's from a, a narrative standpoint, and I I probably people would be like, oh man, he's really not going to have a bet on the game. I actually think I think I'm going to have a lot on this. Um, I don't know if it's going to be like just straight like the side for a billion and that's it. Um, but I think there's like some really interesting stuff in this game. So the from a narrative standpoint, first, just like I have seen a lot of like slander about this matchup because like we've seen it before. To be fair, and these are two teams that have been really relevant. Like there's no surprise story, there's no underdog story, there's nothing like people I think inherently want to root for. It's like, well, here's the team that makes it all the time against the best player ever who's literally in the game every year. Like, oh, great. Um, I, I'm, i like, obsessed with this game just from, like, a narrative standpoint, though. Just, like, the idea that, like, again, like, super macro. Mahomes makes it the first, like, the Mahomes stumbles against Brady, comes back the next year, like, an, like an important game, loses an overtime at home to Brady in the AFC Championship, comes back the next year, makes the Super Bowl. I think San Francisco probably felt like going into that game they had the better team. And kind of like put Mahomes in a straight jacket for three and a half quarters and Shanahan like goes Shanahan's in the game like he's still new at that point in terms of like being a head coach like we hadn't seen we'd seen Falcons 28-3 but he like you know he was a big part of that but like you know like as a coach like still pretty new I think he I guarantee you probably felt like he had a better team they handled Mahomes almost 100% of the game and then he Houdini did again and he hits the play to Tyreek Hill and like off and running and the chiefs go on to win that super bowl and what always got brought up this is like mahomes when when he lost to brady in the super bowl it was the offensive line's fault they fix it they go back they beat the eagles shanahan i'm sure felt like i need a different quarterback if i'm gonna go play mahomes again at some point ever again jimmy g can't be the guy we're not gonna win and so the idea that it's come full circle like he has a chance to avenge this 
he's got his guy now and Purdy's not perfect, but like Purdy was number one in everything in the regular season. He's got, he like, I'm back with this guy now. Like, can I get my, can I get my revenge on Mahomes basically now like retooled with this team and I've got the quarterback now, at least I think I do. Um, and is he actually going to do it? I don't know. And I'm like, just fascinated by that aspect of this. It's like just this historic easy to it's almost like a wrestling narrative you know like it's just so easy to understand it's just it's gripping i mean it's really really interesting stuff like lifetimes of stuff so because they're like if i mean if shannon loses this game i'm like afraid for how he's going to be remembered if he drops this game and it's unfair he's going to make the super bowl twice he's going to lose to mahomes both times and it's going to be like yeah the guy never wins be like well i don't know who beats this guy joe burrow and tom brady and only one of them's playing still so just like man like it's just the stakes here are outrageous so yeah just for like from a narrative standpoint it's it's crazy and uh but like are they gonna do it and like can they do it and this this will be my last thing pj just like first thought on the game 1.0 and i'm betting you feel the same way if there is a unit in this game offense or defense that looks like it doesn't belong take the two teams offenses and the two teams defenses is there a unit in this game that looks like it doesn't belong the answer is yes and it's the niners defense and it's not even close Correct. like and Correct. that's what i'd be worried about everybody else looks like they belong god i mean like like harrison butker is one of the best kickers you know like the Niners special teams is actually pretty good <laughs> like everything like their kickers but like everything that'll yeah. it fits the two coaches fit is there something that spags is like a, almost a hall of fame coordinator now is there something that doesn't look like it belongs in a game like this? And it's Steve Wilkes coordinating the Snyder's defense. And that's what it that's what doesn't look like it belongs. And if that's the weak link in the game, I picked the Niners at the start of the playoffs because I didn't think this would happen, actually. And I've watched it. And now I'm going to be really reluctant to kind of think that you're going to, if they can block this front four, like the Packers did, like the Lions did, especially in the first half, and really most of the game, honestly. And the Chiefs' offensive line, like Joe Tooney's, maybe play in this game, which would be a huge deal. Obviously, they can block that front. Mahomes can't throw on this team. Are you nuts? Like, of course he's going to be able to throw on this team. So, I, I like they're not going to be able to run that. Look what the Lions did yesterday. Pacheco can't have a huge game in this. You can run on the Niners. Look at this game. Like, it just I, that's the part of this where I just go. The Niners' offense, I think, is really compelling. I think they can win. I don't think almost anybody can beat Mahomes. I think they can win. I would. I don't think I can ever bet it now, having watched the defense for two weeks. I mean, it's really going to hold me up. I think the whole two weeks from placing the bet on the Niners. Yeah, it's all really good stuff. I'm trying to think of other angles to attack this game. I kind of like the first quarter over at seven and a half in the game. Like I'm thinking about what the Packers and Lions did to San Francisco. Their game scripts, right? At the start of those games, how the Packers move the ball right down the field, first two drives. Lions move the ball down the field. First couple drives. And then obviously what Kansas City has been doing in the playoffs to start these games. Like that defense that you're talking about with San Francisco, you're giving Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes two weeks to plan their first 15 plays of the game, like their game script to go up and down the field for seven and a half. And, you know, obviously that Chiefs defense tightens up in the second half, but they, they are gettable in the first half, first quarter. Like you can get them at the start. So, that first quarter over at seven and a half is really intriguing to me. It was funny. I was kind of looking at the second half uh, total at BetMGM. It's not up oh, yet. Um, everyone's going to bet as under. As we know. Everyone's oh going to bet under. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody's going to bet under. And everyone's going to be right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, like, it's like Eagles first half. 
Like, yeah, you know when it loses? Yeah. Never. Not even in the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's true. That's true. So that first quarter over, I was looking at first half over. It's juice minus 130 at 22 and a half. But those were some angles that I was looking at for side sure. and total because this game, I don't know. It's it's probably going to be price dependent for me. You know, the Niners are minus 120 right now. If they get down to minus 110, maybe that would interest me. But kind of leaning towards you, Ken. I mean, three solid units on the field in this game. But that Niners defense, man, especially what we've seen the postseason. Oof. Not very good. Drew Dinsick's going to join us next. The Whale Capper here on You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 